episode of the TheraBase podcast where we talk about all things physio and student life. My name is Bree and as always I have my two companions here Mac and Cam. Hello. Hello. We said it in the past that we've been prepping to have some guests on our podcast so we're switching things up this week and we're bringing you an incredible guest speaker who we've gotten to know over the course of our master's degree. So like Bree said this week we're very lucky to have our amazing clinical lab coordinator Professor Greg Spadoni with us on this podcast. Professor Spadoni is also a graduate from McMaster, but clearly he can't get enough as now he's an associate clinical professor with our physio program. Outside of his role in the classroom, Spadoni is also the director of an orthopedic clinic in Hamilton called Peak Performance Physio. Additionally, he's a fellow of the Canadian Academy of Manipulative Physio, having received the Diploma of Advanced Manual and Manipulative Physiotherapy in 2000. Say That's that a mouthful. <laughs> Spadoni also received his clinical specialist MSK designation in 2017. During our short time with him over one unit and the beginning of unit two, he has made a significant impression on our class and serves as a role model to many, if not all of us. We are very grateful to have him here to share his experiences. There we go. So with that uh, introduction, we're just going to kind of hop into it with um, why did you want to become a physiotherapist? Well, thank you for having me. And that was, <laughs> that was, quite, the, that was quite the introduction. I, I don't have a, a pet name, but I'll, I'll, try, my, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. How about, how about you just call me Greg? Greg, uh, okay. Today. Yeah, I think that'll be easier. Yeah, It'll Perfect. be shorter because you've shortened all of your names. Yeah. So I, I came by way of physio uh, in, a, in an atypical fashion. When I was 22 years old, um, I followed in my father's footsteps and I became a police officer. Mm -hmm. And so I did that job for five years in Hamilton. And during the course of that time, I, I required physiotherapy myself. So I, mm -hmm. I came to sort of know firsthand uh, what that was like. Uh, but secondly, uh, my sister-in-law at mm -hmm. the time was in the McMaster physiotherapy program. So uh, going, going over to my in-law's house and seeing her uh, studying all the time and her books spread all over the kitchen table, which is where they did it in my <laughs> wife's house, even though they had a study. Nobody ever studied in the study. Never. They studied in the kitchen. That's what <laughs> Italians do. So um, I, I, I became very intrigued uh, you know, by the program, and she explained to me that it was actually a second degree program. So mm -hmm. being that I had a degree already from McMaster, um, you, you know, it could be something that if I was interested in, I would be able to uh, pursue and apply. Mm -hmm. So with the good graces of my wife, i.e. Uh, she, <laughs> she gave me permission to try uh, to do it, uh, I, I, I applied uh, to the program and, and, and by, by sure some enough. great luck uh, <laughs> and, and success, uh, I was admitted to the program and, and that's uh, sort of how I made the transition uh, from one to the other. Do you find there's any skills from your career as a police officer that translate Absolutely. over Absolutely. I, I say that all the time because as our role as a physio, we're still always investigating things, right? Mm -hmm. We're gathering True. information <laughs> from people. Um, we're deciding how best to interact with people and, mm -hmm. and to relate to people. So those experiences that I had there helped me out a lot. Mm -hmm. The thing I like the most about this profession versus uh, my previous one is that uh, that when I bend somebody's arm behind their back, uh, <laughs> they're usually not giving me uh, too hard of a time or cursing at me. Usually. Too hard. <laughs> usually the case. Take that with a grain of salt. 
it's funny though. Um, we're actually writing papers right now for our PT prac class and I'm just reflecting a little bit here, but I'm writing my paper on empathy, but we can talk about like interper- interpersonal like, communication skills and like even some of the research that I'm doing, it, it's almost less about like finding the right assessment tools and the treatment tools. It's more about being that like person that a person can connect with and like using those skills. So definitely you, you have transferable skills from mm-hmm. your, your and, previous and, and that's what I'm always suggesting to yeah. students is that, is that the most important thing is engagement with, with your mm-hmm. client or, or with your patient. And, and you're right, there is, there is research to support that that's probably, that's probably more important mm-hmm. um, than mm-hmm. what you're actually doing uh, to the, in, in the big part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and communicating with different populations as well, which is probably something you experience that's, a lot. That's correct, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All sorts of populations. All sorts of populations, personalities and everything, and you have to adapt in order to really get through to them. So Yeah, I, w- like, I would say you probably do have like more of the atypical um, path to getting into physio. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like nowadays it's a lot of... Kin, a lot of kin and physio and you go, you graduate and you go maybe take a year off and then go into right. school and, right and away. of course when I came into the program I was married mm-hmm. I already had one child mm-hmm. we had a second child while I was in the program oh. in second year wow so, that was a... yeah. your <laughs> wife is incredible yeah, so, I, so I, that's why I always say my wife really deserves all of all of the credit to be perfectly frank maybe we yeah. should have had her on it <laughs> well I don't I don't I don't know if she concur with all the things yeah. I'm saying Reevaluating my stress level now. I know, right? (laughs) We thought we had it uh, easy over here. So, how long have you been teaching for Mac? I've been teaching, uh, this is my 19th year. Wow. Yeah, I started in 2000. So I started with unit two. Obviously, this is this is our first mm-hmm. iteration of the new curriculum, but in the old curriculum. So that was in 2000. I started in, in unit mm-hmm. two uh, doing the clinical lab. And then um, about six, seven years after that, then they asked me if I would do unit one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I began you know, to be the coordinator of unit one at that point and um, just mm-hmm. have been ever mm-hmm. since. So we'll be going into your 20th year when we graduate. That's correct. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually the interesting thing now is, uh, you know, here at McMaster, there's not too many folks who have been here as mm-hmm. long as me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do- Dr. Julie Richardson yes. is, is one and Dr. Liliana Coleman is the other one. Um, but everybody else um, has come, you know, after okay. me. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. That's Greg's humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, with 19 years under your belt, what's your favorite part of teaching? My favorite part of teaching is honestly in engagement with the students. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, and folks always ask me in, in clinical settings who, who I see over the years, and, and there's, you know, very periods of time between our interactions. They always ask me, are you still teaching at McMaster? And, <laughs> and, I, and I always answer the same way. I, I said, as, as, as long as I still really enjoy what I'm doing, as long as it doesn't seem like work, yeah. I'm yeah. going to continue um, to do it. But it really mm-hmm. is uh, the engagement with the students that... Uh, that excites me the most mm-hmm. because the students have a lot of a lot of energy and they, and they bring a lot of energy and there's a lot of positivism uh, w- w- with the students and it's 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 a good environment um, you know to be around and it's a nice break you know from clinical mm-hmm. practice to sort of have a balance between um, you know 60 40 between what I do clinically and then what I do here at the university mm-hmm. when he says we have a lot of energy it's it's what he's really meaning is we're smiling through the pain, but, and smiling through the stress, but no, he definitely, he, a lot of coffee. Yeah. And a lot of coffee. Um, Greg currently teaches us in our clinical lab. So it's definitely like one of the best, 
ways to get up and get mm-hmm. our hands on and really um I think everyone in the program would agree it's their favorite course. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> Just probably a good thing. Popular opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also helps when he wears really cool socks. Absolutely. We haven't acknowledged that yet, but <laughs> great dresser. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best, and, and it's funny because patients in clinic are always interested to see what my socks look like as well, or if, if they're referred by a friend, uh, they'll say, excuse me, can I see what your socks look like first, because so-and-so told me that you've always got the craziest um, socks it's on. It's true. It's a trademark. I, I, have to, I, I used to, when I first started practicing, I used to wear ties, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but they just became cumbersome after a while because you'd just continually be having to literally tuck them into your mm-hmm. shirt. True. Uh, so I, I gave up on the ties, and I went, I went to the socks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's it is a little bit easier. It's quicker to get the socks on. Than, it's all than about tie convenience. Tie. <laughs> now you've got a Once you get to my age, it's all about convenience. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so, how would you say the physio program has evolved since you went through it? Now, coming back, kind of full circle, and coming and teaching, or what would be the biggest change if you had to pick one? You you know what I I guess I I I think I think the I think the I think the ratios of instructor to students are are a lot better than than when I was in the, in mm-hmm, in the okay. program. Um, so we had larger groups and less instructors, mm-hmm. and and thankfully that's been able to evolve over the years, which has been you know mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, you know the tenets of this program have always been around you know a, a problem based and evidence based mm-hmm. you know learning. So that, that's obviously you know continuing to evolve and and progress. And mm-hmm. and I, I mean it's that's something that we're continually uh, you know interested uh, mm-hmm. uh, to do. Um, but but again, uh, it's uh, although things are different, you know many things are consistent in mm-hmm. in ways as well. And and uh, it's 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 my colleagues uh, and and the students and and those things. Although the faces change, uh, the, the 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 general uh, level of engagement remains the same. And that's awesome to hear too, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we we've, we've mentioned this in a previous um, episode, but we've mentioned kind of how we are the first cohort of the new curriculum so it's kind of cool to be on your side of things and see how you have the experience with both for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're still carrying through the same kind of traditions of yeah the absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. a little bit of a theme that we've had um, through a couple of our episodes is kind of wondering um, what we want what we initially going into the program what we thought of physiotherapy and like what we initially wanted to do so I'm wondering if when you were going into physiotherapy if there was like a route you were planning on going down in physio or if that changed throughout the program and you're somewhere else the the route that I envision myself on is, is the route that I'm uh, that I'm on and, and that's uh, that's just by luck uh, mm-hmm. perhaps uh, but as I indicated earlier uh, part of my experience uh, was as, as a result of my own experience with physio and that, that was mm-hmm. in an orthopedic um, a setting, uh, and and then you know the other part of that experience uh, was related um, to to my sister-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. who who had come from from a, a kinesiology background mm-hmm. here at mm-hmm. McMaster, and and who who was um, a former national uh, volleyball player and very interested in in the sports medicine side of things and orthopedics. Uh, so those those things uh, coming into the program were really influencing me mm-hmm. in in terms of. Uh, my area of interest, and, and then, and then, quite uh, frankly, I was very lucky uh, to have really good mentors, mm-hmm. good mentors in within this program, and really good clinical mentors, and, mm-hmm. and that's sort of really my unit six placement is really what got me mm-hmm. on on the track uh, that I'm on, and actually, my unit six placement ended up turning in, into my first job. 
So I, I always suggest to students that whenever, when, whenever you're at any level of engagement you know, with anybody, always sort of consider that an interview of sorts because you know, any one of the placements that, that the students will have could potentially turn into a job down the road, or if not a job, a very good reference Absolutely. for the job that, that you will get. Yeah. And, and the same goes for, for, for clinical uh, uh, faculty. You know, um, uh, connections that I made here mm -hmm. Uh, when I did my physio degree, you know, then allowed me uh, to find a supervisor for my master's mm -hmm. degree and then come back and, and pursue my pursue my master's degree. Uh, so, you know, always, always trying to present the best mm -hmm. self and, 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 and making the best of any opportunities uh, that you have. Mm -hmm. Kind of along the lines of your master's, I know you're involved in research. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about it? It's to do with outcome measures. Yeah. So my, my my like the, these these days, I'm I'm sort of trying to facilitate mm -hmm. uh, research. Um, in in my in my earlier days, my my, my thesis was uh, related uh, to pain intensity and an out, outcome measurement for pain intensity, mm -hmm. and then I was involved in some other projects related uh, to outcome measurement. So now I, I, I my interest is of course you know outcome measurement, but also I I like to think like, uh, knowledge you know translation mm -hmm. and and that's um, you know part of what I I try to do is 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 help to bridge the gap. Uh, between you know the science and the clinician in terms of you know mm -hmm. some transference of of that information, uh, and and these days I'm 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 trying to facilitate mm -hmm. uh, folks so you know having opportunities uh, to work with with my colleagues or with folks in the community to help help facilitate clinical trials in mm -hmm. in, in outpatient clinical settings. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. It's pretty cool. Out of curiosity, do you ever practice with your sister-in-law? Like, is she still practicing physio now? Or um, she 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 is to a limited uh, degree because um, she's she's a she's a very well accomplished and an excellent mm -hmm. physio and and she she ran uh, the the David Braley Center here. Oh, she wow. Colleen? Yeah, she is. Oh, that's oh. what I was wondering when he said. Her name her 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 that's name is awesome. Colleen Capito. That's my sister in law. So, so, so she works in the Department of Kinesiology now. So she still does practice, but not oh. to the same degree as, as she did. Yeah. She came in and gave us, uh, she was a guest um, speaker on a panel that we had in PT Prac, and I think everyone was just in awe of like her as a person. She was really cool. Not to steal your thunder, but she's very cool. <laughs> Man, very cool. That's my wife's sister. <laughs> That's my wife's younger sister. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. Well, so so now you see how I was influenced. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. Yeah. How can you not be the puzzle wow. pieces coming together? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So for those. Oh, yeah, I've you... stumped them now. I've stopped them in their tracks. <laughs> oh no no no! I don't get her no, we're just getting ready for the okay. the, uh, the main event <laughs> the main here. Event here. All right. So, um, Cam's passing me the laptop here, and I'm not sure where we are, but. <laughs> So for those of you who may not know, uh, Greg is actually the recipient of the 2019 Ontario Physiotherapy Award for Innovation and Advancement. And what this award does is it recognizes a member who has been a trailblazer within physiotherapy and who advances the science of the profession through innovative approaches in clinical practice, research, technology, and education. So we thought in light of this award, you'd be the perfect person to have on the podcast and tell us a little bit about what innovation in healthcare means to you. 
Okay, so I, I sort of spoke to this mm -hmm. point a little mm -hmm. bit earlier. Um, so, so for me at this point, it's, it's about innovating and, and facilitating um, to, to try to marry uh, researchers with, with, with clinical settings mm -hmm. and clinical practices and help um, to, be able to, to be able to facilitate research mm -hmm. um, in the community, uh, number one. And then looking at novel ways uh, through my involvement in education, both here at McMaster, but also within the orthopedic division of mm -hmm. the uh, Canadian Physiotherapy Association, because I do a lot of teaching and have been, you know, for 20 years in, in that system uh, as, as well. Mm -hmm. um, so typically, uh, th those systems, that system, of course, is, is for practicing um, clinicians. So those those folks um, are at a little bit of a disadvantage as compared to the folks in in the mm -hmm university setting because they're not at, at and to have available to them all of the cutting-edge mm -hmm. uh, latest research. Uh, so part of our role as instructors in that system is to help uh, to bring uh, those folks up to date in terms of you know what sort mm -hmm. of um, innovations and, 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 and research uh, changes are, are affecting our, our practice and, and it's just you know some of the mm -hmm. ways uh, that I use in those settings to try to deliver that information. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yes. On that thank award. you. That thank is... you. Like it's. I mean, the the. I I congratulate the person who nominated <laughs> me. Really. <laughs> no, that's really great. So uh, you'll be receiving that award at the interaction conference. That's correct. correct. Yeah, yeah. That's like we two two or three weeks hence. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three weekends hence. Yeah. So if any of you listeners are going to be yeah. there. Yeah. Come we, say hi. Yeah. Come say hi. Actually, if, if anybody. Um, pl please, if anybody's listening, come say hi, and I want you to tell me that you you came to know about this from this podcast. Awesome. Yes, yeah. that is a challenge. Good book. That, that's a yeah. challenge. I'll put that challenge out. Yeah. yeah, come come shake my hand and congratulate me and tell me you came to know about it yeah. from the podcast. You'll know we'll, it's we'll keep the tally right, yeah, too. That's you'll, right. You'll know it's the right guy when you look at his socks. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone will just right. be like, what? I, I might even have on a bow tie at some point. Oh, interesting. Some foreshadowing here. Um, I. I don't know if we mentioned it, but us three will also be attending the interaction. So um, definitely reach out and, and come see us there too as well. That's at least three listeners. There Amazing. you go. Amazing. <laughs> us three and our three friends. <laughs> yeah, no. So since you've been through, not only a, you were a student at McMaster um, and you're, you've been teaching for um, a while, uh, what's your biggest piece of advice that you could give um, either new grads or current students that are going through physio school. I think you talked a little bit early on about it. Um, you did touch a little bit on that, but we've been kind of in sight of um, it being kind of around the time that students are applying to physio school and waiting to hear acceptances. Um, we've definitely been trying to facilitate um, some advice for them that we kind of wish we knew going into the program. Right. So my, my best advice would be, and, and I often say this in, in class, because there's going to be challenges along along the mm -hmm. way, mm -hmm. um, is, is to not panic. <laughs> right. And, 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 to, and, and to just um, get, get yourself in a, in a place where you, where you have a good, a good schedule, mm -hmm. get yourself in a place where you have a, a good group of peers uh, that you can work with, but can also support you in those times mm -hmm. where, where you need um, support and and then really do your your best to be as diligent as, as you can with the time and with the skills mm -hmm. uh, that that you have um, you know to do the things that, that you need to do to achieve um, whatever is you know required of you in that in that particular situation 
if if you do that uh, and and not forget to take some some time uh, mm-hmm. be, you know to be able to do some of the fun things in life then then you'll you'll find success mm-hmm. I love that you say that it's important to take time as well we just our last podcast was actually uh, about like student and work-life balance and so that I think that's also like an important consideration that yes mm-hmm. this program can be quite grueling and there's a lot of pressure but it is important to take those moments because you still have to live your life throughout the mm-hmm. program absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely absolutely so that I mean that's that's the, that's the most important thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a nice like validation feeling that like our professors like support um, support that too as well yeah and, and I mean on a personal level we're we're attempting to do the same mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's been a bit tougher with this with this new curriculum yeah. I have to admit, <laughs> but, but, but we're trying to do it as well yeah and so so you, so we we feel the pressure you know also mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. how do you find the balance between sort of your practice and teaching or like you said like 60 40 do you find it ever like one impedes on the other or do you find they complement each other really well well uh just like many things uh, sometimes some weeks will be you know busier Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know than than others so Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be a very very challenging week because of the the demands of clinical practice but then the demands that are born on me here at the university Mm -hmm. so um again i uh, the the way it's i sort of have it balanced um, it works most of the time, but from time to time, yeah, I'm experiencing mm-hmm. my own personal challenges in terms of, uh, you know, meeting deadlines and getting things done in mm-hmm. a timely way. Mm-hmm. For but, sure. But just, you know, the, I, I say, I, I always tell um, Professor Deer, I, <laughs> I, I say hakuna matata a lot, which means no worries, and that's how I, that's how I try not to panic and stay calm. Yeah, so absolutely. So I've probably said it a hundred times this week. <laughs> If it gets you through, yeah, there you go. That's right. You, you, you have to find your little mantra or key word that helps you out. Well, that's mine. Oh, yeah. My yeah. mom instilled in me uh, when I was really young, actually, and her mother also said this, this phrase. It was a day at a time. And it's every time I get very stressed, she just goes a day at a time. And lately, it's been <laughs> a minute at a time. That's yeah. right. It's like a minute, a second at a time. But it, it works. It just kind of like brings you back and makes you realize, you know what? Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Just take it a day at a time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can't worry about the past because you can't change it anyways. You, you have mm-hmm. to just, you know, move. You have to move forward from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't. My, my, my mother says um, w- when she comments on my life, she says I'm, I'm as busy as a one-eyed cat watching two mouse holes. <laughs> That is so, what I have. Not yeah, heard so that's before. a that's a corny uh, little mother thing, but that's how my mom would describe me and my my life. I'm I just... think that's an original. <laughs> that is an original. <laughs> that's funny. No, I like that you said you can't dwell in the past and you can't you can't sit there and wait for the future. You have to live in the moment for sure. So mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. Yeah, you, you you learn from the past and then and then and then then you 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 shape the future. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, did anyone have a rose and thorn this week? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to put everyone on the spot right now and kind of think of one rose and one thorn of the week. Well, brief. It can be start? physio or non-physio related. Um, Bree's going to take us away. Okay. Rose, I actually had a nice refreshing um, break yesterday. So I actually headed over to Mulberry Coffee Shop just in the city yesterday. We didn't have school. Um, Mac was actually there as well um, and a few more of our dear friends, but um, it was nice to get away from school and we kind of, um, well, we studied all day, so I'm not going to say we got away that much, but <laughs> it was nice to kind of change up the scenery and take that day off um, as something productive and 
um, definitely really like refreshed me and set the mm-hmm. tone for the rest of the week, which was nice. Um, I don't know if I have a thorn. That's never a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. No. Yeah, I'm kind of going off Breeze Rose here, but it was beautiful outside yesterday, and I got out for my first run outside of the season because I'm not a winter runner, and I was just, like, soaking in the sun, running in... Oh, first it was day so of nice. spring. First day of spring, yeah. yeah. Great way to kick it off. Mm-hmm. Thorn is also that uh, PT Prague paper that you said that's coming out. That is just, it's fun. <laughs> it's been uh, an interesting process. Yeah. That's, that's my thorn. That's definitely part of my thorn as well. Uh, Brie can contest this. I probably changed my subject mm, two or three times yesterday. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't really think of one that I was gonna. That I was really gonna di- dig my teeth into. So when she says she switched her subject, it was after writing. Oh yeah, I not more than one page. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'll get through it. I will. I will write the paper one minute at um, a time. <laughs> so that's my thorn. One word at a time. Um, my rose. I just, I, the weather, yes, absolutely. Um, I also have my special male friend companion that's visiting. <laughs> Her boyfriend. My boyfriend's and, um... visiting, so that's a nice oh, little rose. You know what your rose should be? What? Oh, just kidding. This is better. Yeah. So, <laughs> you need the backstory. Our now, friend, um, my boyfriend plays hockey for Princeton. His friend just got drafted to the NHL. He plays for the Senators now. And he got his first NHL, NHL goal last night, and it was Woo-woo. very exciting. Was yeah. Wow. yeah. See, that's yeah. better than the. That's better. I'm I sorry. bet you that's Thank his you. rose, too, oh, eh? Sorry, boyfriend. All right, Greg. Jeez, you guys are a hard act to follow. Up. My my life's pretty boring compared to yours, so so the rose is the good thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so driving around all day uh, on my way to work yesterday, I passed five gas stations, and gas was a dollar twenty. That's oh. a thorn, right? Pardon me. Is that a thorn? No, this is the rose. I'm getting to the rose. Oh. So then then when I left my office and I came home at eight p.m., one of the gas stations that I went by it was a dollar four. And then I had a coupon for Sobeys for four cents off. So, so, so I was pretty discouraged in the morning when I was thick. I knew I had to fill up because my gas light was on. And I thought the prospects paying a buck 20 were, were unnerving mm-hmm. me. But I ended up getting it for a dollar. Wow. So I was pretty okay. stoked about that. That's a rose. I was, was going to be concerned when you said a dollar 20 was your rose. I was like, oh, I really live in the student life. If, I'm, if that's his rose. Uh, but again, I'm thinking I've got a pretty boring life. You know? I am an advocate of all things coupons. So oh, I, I love hunting I support for the best. Okay. And, and my thorn um, just actually happened um, to me today. I had a I had a wardrobe uh, malfunction no. of sorts here. No. Yeah, and I had to um, my hem of my pants came down. I had to tape it up with oh. Lu- with Luco tape. <laughs> but don't tell anybody. But it's it it's official medical tape that I that I use to tape up the hem of my pants because when I when I went to my office this morning all of a sudden somebody said your your hem of your pants is down no. and I thought now what am I going to do so oh so I, I pulled out an old trick from my mm. trick book so that that was my thorn now I've got to get my mm. pants fixed oh my goodness but you had two options you could either tape them up or just let the other one down as well and just you know I, I spice have, it up a little I could have done that but, but the thing is not to have so long of, of trousers these days right? right all the young guys right. are wearing them really short right. Right. so I try to be, be somewhere in the middle yeah absolutely yeah yeah. I like that. That Long is a, do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we That's can true. attest to that yes. for sure. Well, we would 
um, just like to say thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We have been um, hyping it up to the, the listeners that we would have some pretty great guests on here. So you were definitely a good one to kick things off for. Mm-hmm. And, and I thank you for inviting me. And I'd mentioned off air uh, to our, our, our three uh, wonderful uh, co-hosts that this was my first ever <laughs> podcast. So it was a real positive experience. And I'm, I am really sincerely uh, glad that I was able to do it in this in this format and 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 with uh, with you guys and I look forward to the listeners coming uh, <laughs> to see me and say hi to me at interaction and saying that they heard about it on this uh, podcast. We're counting on you guys. Yeah, so. you never know. Maybe there's going to be some kind of a, a reward or a draw. Oh. I, I, I might give you a ticket or something oh. if you come and tell me you heard it, <laughs> okay. and then there'll be some kind of a draw. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, we will keep you updated. All right. If, uh, don't Greg worry. Decides. Don't. The ladies are looking at me like, don't say. I, I'll, I'll, I'll facilitate it. I'll facilitate. The, I'll facilitate the tickets and the prize. Perfect. You heard okay. it here first. There, there we go. <laughs> um, and thank you to all of our listeners. Um, we really appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. Give us a. Um, uh, follower, subscription, subscribe to our podcast. We haven't said that Whatever one yet. Whatever you but all do with these things. Leave us a review and subscribe, and we look forward to um, Next doing week. another yeah. one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.